It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's supposed to be VGK's dress rehearsal tonight as the preseason winds down. Most of the frontline players are expected to be on the ice tonight against Colorado, except for center William Carlson, who is out with an undisclosed injury. We'll tell you more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome aboard for this Thursday. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and find us wherever you get your podcast. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And we are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more right now as new customers can bet $5 to get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So Chris, while the Golden Knights are expected to play several starters this evening, line combinations that we're going to be seeing at least in the early parts of this uh, upcoming season against the Avalanche, one player that will be missing tonight in the lineup is Lars William Carlson. I feel like you're Uh, taking joy in this, Tony. I'm not. I'm not. The only joy I'm taking is that I told you so. I, I told you so. No, it it is something we did talk about a couple times on the show. That's fair. I I told you so. What, two weeks ago, the guy's injured, and I was surprised to see him. So they had to get him into the lineup to have the empty netter, and then they put him back on the shelf. That was it. Um, So he's been hobbling uh, throughout the camp, they say, and we're not sure what the timeline will be for his return, although Bruce Cassidy wants him back for the opening game on Tuesday night. We could see that. Uh, some sort of lingering injury. Uh, this will definitely, though, the one area that I was thinking about in all seriousness is that it will affect the chemistry of that line two-ish three. I don't even know what to call that line. No, there. so let's just assume for a second Carlson does not dress for the opener, and this is a little bit longer term. Or the other side, if Carlson does dress, he's only going to have one preseason game under his belt. How is that going to affect things in the beginning? I don't know, but let's just assume for a second, what are the options if Carlson does not play as early as Tuesday? You have Brett Howden, who can play that third-line center, or you can elevate Nick Wah, who can play that third-line center. And then now you have that trickle-down effect. This is a way you will see Cotter and Dorofiev both in the lineup. I would assume the third line would be Amadio, Howden, and it would be Paul Cotter. Tough line to play against, tough defensively. And then you elevate Dorofiev into the second line, which would be a very good spot for him with Stevenson and Stone. You could bring Nick Wobb to the third line. You could drop down uh, Howden to the fourth line. Um, Cassidy even mentioned you could elevate will carry it to the third line, which could move things around and all of that. So it's it's kind of concerning because Carlson, you know, he does fill a good spot and 
he's been relatively reliable his entire VGK career. So missing him to start the year would not be a good thing. But coach did say day to day, and it's a minor situation. They don't want to become major, which that's that's, that's like a sore subject in this time. No one in Vegas should ever say a minor subject that becomes major. That brings back memories of the Sharks and all that. But that was before Cassidy was here, so it's okay. Yeah, that's for sure. But when you're breaking in a new wingman, if you will, uh, there's going to be some issues here early on when he is in the lineup, I believe, because there's going to be that need for more repetitions on his line. Dorothy or Cotter, who, who, who you said new wingman, which one are you talking about? It's probably going to be Cotter. Okay. I think that's his wingman. Uh, well, according to you and, and uh, sources and sources, we'll say keep it at that. So, no, sources also told me that uh, Carlson was battling an injury in camp. And then, um, yeah, he came back and played. And then we didn't see him again. And now they're going to shut him down at least till the start of the season, uh, Tuesday's opener. That's right. Cassidy said it's a minor injury that you don't want to become major. Do we know if it's upper or lower body? Lower back. Uh, it's a stair injury from the parade. It- <laughs> I mean, what if, that's, what if that's actually what it is? Like, that would just be the strangest <laughs> thing. And it, one thing I will say is if Carlson is not on the ice for opening night banner raising, that would just kind of suck. I mean, he did have such an epic moment with that speech, fair foul or otherwise. It was absolutely just the impression it made, not just on Vegas, but the entire sporting world. So it just wouldn't be right if Carlson was not on the ice, like playing, dressed, ready to go for that moment. It was kind of funny, though. It, it probably is lower back the way that Cassidy went like this, and then he just started like to go down like to the lower back area. And so he's currently listed as, as what? Day-to-day, right? So, yeah, they want to just make sure that he's fresh if he does come back uh, for that uh, opening game. And uh, Cassidy did say, and you're talking about fill-ins, uh, perhaps at least for tonight, Brett Howden will take his spot, correct? I, You know, I think so. Um, today, obviously, in the pregame skate um, at City National around 10 or 11 this morning, you'll get a much better idea of exactly what's going to happen. And there's some other things, obviously, we'll talk about the defense in segment three. Might see another surprise, too. Okay. Coming up next, the Golden Knights and Avalanche meet at T-Mobile Arena tonight. Will these two teams be vying for the upper hand? They're both expected to be at the very top of the heap, if you will. And we'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is so, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options that we like as well. There is point spreads and there's player props and totals over unders and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. 
We are back on Locked On Golden Knights, the Thursday edition. Myself and Chris Golick reporting from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We have a lot of content on the website and on YouTube and everywhere else. Podcasts aplenty. So you've done a few podcasts over the past week or so huh yeah we've been busy um i did the the western conference preview show um talking about the golden knights of course that's obviously why i was on the show and then had a real fun um crossover episode with locked on kings uh these are both obviously on our twitter handles youtube and all that stuff and it's a good conversation talking um talking with the kings right because we're gonna see a lot of them and they're a lot better to talk to than the san jose sharks people too you know what's kind of wild is so does VGK play an extra extra exhibition game for for the gate? No, I, I'm just I'm being honest because tonight will be the Avalanche's last game of the of the preseason. Then they don't play again until their opener against the Kings, which is on what the 12th, the 11th. It's after VGK opens up the season. So no, I have no idea. That's uh... yeah. So the preseason schedule is rigged. Okay, you got it out of your system. It's there definitely you rigged. And, well, San Jose, I think, has just the one game remaining. Or they might be done. I don't know. So, I don't know if VGK got a longer. I feel like VGK is playing every night right now, it seems like. But I don't know. But why? Yeah. Does VGK add those extra games to get the gate? Uh, because I'd be curious I'm to compare go- with all the other teams and see. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, tis the season. So I'm going to call him Bill Foliage. That's what I'm going to call him. Does he want a big gate again? Of course. He wants another extra gate all the time. Okay, so-so, Rick. VGK will be playing most of its starters, I guess, tonight. This is the dress rehearsal night. Uh, They'll weed out a lot of the uh, players, a couple of remaining roster cuts, if you will. Uh, We might have a surprise because if this Carlson injury is lingering, and it was kind of funny in a way in that, in a sense that Bruce Cassidy yesterday said, well, with White Cloud out for a while, and, you know, he started to talk like that. And so we know that's not going to be an injury in which he's back the first week, two weeks into this upcoming season, which is real interesting. And we'll talk about D-Man here in a minute. We'll see a lot of Bruce Cassidy's top-line players tonight. Um, Will the Golden Knights try to quicken the tempo tonight Uh, what's the main and primary goal? They need to score goals. I don't care if it's the preseason or whenever, but they're going to have to start making the best of scoring chances, and they definitely have to play quicker tonight. You'd have to imagine, right? Yeah, I mean, you're going to see a good Colorado team, uh, probably less Miko Ranson, and it looks like he hasn't been practicing, but Colorado obviously has a lot to prove, and they need to have – pardon me, guys. Sorry about that. They need to have a good preseason – game as well and you know we'll see you'll see what you get tonight I mean I do think you're going to have more of a regular season vibe tonight I think Cassidy's going to have an up-tempo if he's even at at the skate today but there'll be an up-tempo pre-game skate today and then obviously tonight you're going to see you're going to see some physicality you're going to see a good game you're going to see players looking to see where they are at right now so they know you know how much more they need to work on between now on Tuesday to get themselves back into game shape. But tonight's going to be fun. It's going to be a really cool environment. I think at T-Mobile Arena, all the preseason crowds have been very 
good for you know the entire preseason and Colorado you know not too far away might get a few people traveling here too so it's gonna be a good time um curious how the goalies get worked out I don't know if they're gonna yeah. chop it up again or I gotta think one gets one goes all of tonight's game and then the other goes all of Saturday's game but they might also chop it up I don't know um, I would much rather to be honest with you I would put tonight's game as the focal point and then kind of throttle down as we've said before on Saturday, because then you're very close to the opener, come into it as healthy as you possibly can. I might split the goalies tonight and then go with the other guy and another other guy, maybe the on only, Saturday night. The only concern about spl- splitting the goalies is stretching and pregame routines and whatever stuff that happens. And I just would hate to see a dumb injury, you know, to a hamstring or something because they chop the goalies up, you know, 10 minutes or so into the second period. And goalie A or B, however you want to look at that, isn't stretched fully. And I don't know. I just I don't like that. But that's obviously how it goes. So maybe I'm just on an island there, I guess. Yeah. As you had mentioned, no Miko Rantanen for the Avs tonight. Uh, lower body injury. No Josh Manson either. And that's a guy that would go out there and just take heads. <laughs> He's one of those guys who go head hunting. So that's a good thing uh, for VGK. You just want to be you just want to get out of these next couple of games Injury-free as much as possible. Get some good work in, repetitions. Uh, have, of course, my favorite, Jack Eichel, shoot the puck 100 times and everything will be good. Um, so their backup goalie, uh, I guess they're going to stick with uh, Justice Antonin. 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 All right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. Anunin. Yeah. Yeah, Anunin. There you Sorry. go. I'm adding. I'm adding letters all right. yeah pavel pavel Francouz, uh doesn't have Francouz is still hurt of updates right now yeah exactly and this was talking about they were trying to figure out which direction they wanted to potentially go with the backup goalie whether they were going to add someone from the outside or who knows otherwise with Gregoria might wind up starting 65 games this year which you know that's definitely not a good thing so we'll see like so they haven't picked up another goalie so no, which is kind of a surprise, right? It kind of is, yeah. I mean, you have to wonder. I mean, they might have faith in a union, you know, as a young as a youngster to step up. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Um, we'll see what Bednar and uh, the Avalanche have up their sleeve, I guess, right? Yeah, and uh, Alexander Georgiev actually did stars. <laughs> We're good. We're just messing with each other today. No, but Georgiev did start up there. Remember, uh, this is the revenge game. Oh, the travel, the same day, three hours. It doesn't take three hours to fly to stinking Denver from here, does it? And then, of oh, the altitude and the bad ice. Oh, my goodness. That, that one was a game to forget for preseason or otherwise. And so, and then they also have, and we talked about this. <laughs> right. They also have uh, the Avalanche, a couple of uh, PTOs that are on the fence. Uh, Joel Kiviranta is one, and the other is Brandon Kozum, right? So those are the two players, I think, that are right there. It's going to come down to the wire, a la Maxine Comtois. But if there is a longer injury uh, than perhaps they're leading on to be with Carlson, does Comtois make that opening day roster? That's going to be interesting now as they try to fill in some blanks and, again, there's still two games to go, 
and you're hoping not, knock on wood, you're hoping there aren't any more injuries, but it could happen. The injury bug is slowly and quietly peeking its head on October 5th before the puck Too many preseason drops. games. I guess, yeah. So, you Bill know, on Foley one hand... Foliage wants money. It's rigged. On one hand, it's good that they're happening now instead of in November, December, January. But on the other side, there's going to be those injuries in November, December, and January, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the Golden Knights are deep. That's the good thing, right? We're talking about this camp battle with um, Dorofiev and Cotter. Brisson will, unless more injuries happen, which could, will all but certainly start down in the AHL. He can come up at any point and contributes and you can get a taste of what Cassidy might have in, in mind with him as he's playing him on the elevated lines in back-to-back preseason games. Um, you obviously still have Max Comtois here. We'll see if a situation opens up where he can be a part of this roster because I think the feeling right now is he's not going to be. Um, again, that's just a feeling. I test. I've heard nothing. I don't know. I know. I have no sources on that just based on the eye test and how the games have been going. But it's October 5th. He hasn't been released yet. Um, if he dresses tonight for the dress rehearsal game, that also might tell you something. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And in addition to trying to make this VGK team, he also will be out there to showcase his talents for other teams. So that's important for Max Comtois and the way that uh, Bruce Cassidy, too, the way that he commented on your question the other night, I thought was really telling, uh, you know, the other two players, uh, Pav and Doro, they have their contracts. This guy doesn't have a contract. He, he, <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's, so he's just the, it is, it was very blunt. And, <laughs> you know, you have to appreciate though for on two fronts. Well, if you're Comtois, you don't appreciate it, but you have to appreciate Cassidy just kind of sticking up for the players that are under contract reminding these media members, you know, me being one of them, obviously, that, hey, we have our guys right now. Comtois is trying to prove his worth and everything, but Cotter and Dorofiev, they're our guys. And, you know, if I'm a player in the locker room that happens to watch that 30 seconds of the press conference, I think you appreciate that. And Comtois obviously might be able to cross over and become one of the made men. There you go, Tony. He might oh. be able to cross that bridge or cross the whatever lines you need to cross for that to happen. But for now, Comtois is, you know, to quote Brad Marchand, he's the one trying to steal someone's career right now. He is trying to force himself onto this roster somewhere, and we just haven't seen that drive. Like, I mean, this is the Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. You're Max Comtois. You're 24, 25 years old, whatever that number is. You know, you had a really good season not too long ago, and then you've fallen off since. It's unfortunate, but these things do happen. But now you got a shot to revive your career, whether you make the Golden Knights or not. You know, so what? But at least if he's out there just hitting everything that moves, and, you know, I hate to go all Chicago fire and passion here, Chris Condos, but, you know, that's kind of uh, what you need to see out of a player like this. And I just don't, honestly, I just don't see enough will, at least in the games, from Comtois right now. I don't. And speaking of made men, I did watch for once the many saints of Newark last night. I finally caught that movie. It's good. No, it's a great movie. You need to Never check it, it out. Yeah. Okay. It, it, no, it's really good, but it's in the old hood. It brought back some memories. And you can see if you watch that, if you watch that movie, you will see the rubble that I grew up in in Newark. 
Uh, oh, there was one other. <laughs> there was one other uh, injury, though, uh, coming out of the last Avalanche game that is of note. Radic Foxa got injured uh, for Petey DeBoer. And yeah, he was pretty upset after the game. Uh, the fourth line center, right, for the Dallas Stars. He was injured against the Colorado Avalanche their last time out. And so we'll keep an eye on that and other major injuries around the National Hockey League. And there they come, injuries starting to feel like hockey season. Here we go. Coming up next, Bruce Cassidy is looking at different defensive pairings for tonight and maybe for the foreseeable future. We might see Alex Petrangelo and Nick Haig, a defensive pair in tonight's game. We'll tell you more about it next. We'll return right here on this Thursday edition of Locked On Golden Knights. When you are drafting a fantasy team, do you ever wish that you could do the same thing with your business team? If you are building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can get everything you need right there. You can attract, you can interview, you could hire all in one place. So please don't spend a lot of hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates uh, with the right skills when you could do it all on Indeed. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of the Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment that they sponsor a job. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates and you get their resumes on Indeed that match the job description that you put out there and you can invite them to apply right away. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent and fast. Indeed knows hiring. It needs to be cost effective, especially when you are running your own business. That sounds familiar, Mr. Golick. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick reporting from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Please go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights. Don't forget to get those comments coming in on our Twitter handle at Locked on VGK or myself at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. That's him, Chris Golick. Um, leave us some comments. Tomorrow is WTF, What the Friday. So that's always one of our fun features of the week. And also on tomorrow's show, we will recap uh, tonight's game the dress rehearsal game, if you will, uh, for the VGK. WTF, uh, so, I think I burped on camera earlier, so there you go. Well, you, you sort of swallowed it, though, and it didn't really come across, so you shouldn't have made, you shouldn't have brought any attention to it, okay? I could care less, honestly. I know, I know. You, <laughs> you think that you're in a beer league game <laughs> right there sitting well, on the good. bench right now. That's that pretty good, cool. actually. <laughs> <laughs> so... So like like the game the other night, that was a beer league game for sure. I've seen better beer. I've seen more competitive beer league games. <laughs> with, with Zach Whitecloud out of the mix for a while, that's what Bruce Cassidy said. Uh, Cassidy's going to try to pair Alex Petrangelo and Nick Haig 
as the top D pairing in tonight's game. Uh, your thoughts on this pairing, and we've seen it before. We've seen these two play alongside each other before. Yeah, so you got a couple things happening right now. Um, Zach Whitecloud is a right-handed shot, so let's kind of just start by tabling that right there. Alec Martinez is a left-handed shot, so as is Nick Hague. So it makes sense, so players are playing on the strong side of the wall and everything that's important in that world. But where are you putting Alec Martinez then? Are you dropping Alec Martinez down to the third line to complement Korzak or Ben Hutton? Now, the reason I brought up left and right hand, uh, Ben Hutton is a left-hand shots. Um, Zach Whitecloud's a righty. So it would make a little more sense to elevate Korzak in place of Whitecloud in the event this is going to be a long-term situation. Um, it would also be a little more responsible for Keaton Korzak to play alongside of Alec Martinez. And what a heck of a partner to possibly learn from. Another thing that you're looking at here, Alec Martinez, what, he's 35, 36 right now, you know, could be the final year. I don't, we don't know. We don't know if the season. We've said that the last three seasons. Sure, but his contract expires now. So that's yeah, part of it sure. also. Um, sure. So maybe this is a way to potentially lessen his minutes a little bit, at least early on by having him in the third line and keeping him a little more healthy. I mean, I know early in the, in the preseason and stuff, they made comments, the Golden Knights, that they don't really want to manage loads and all that sort of thing and not just randomly bench players. But I don't know if I buy that once the season gets going. And maybe you're not going to call it load management with a player like Mark Stone, but the second he has a little tickle in his back, he's going to you know miss some time and miss some practice. And that's the responsible way to do it. So you know maybe this is just simply they did this in a practice on Wednesday and just to get a look and this morning at the pregame skate, uh, they're going to skate Hague and, you know, Korzak together. And this segment's going to go down in flames like most of them. Nah, not most yeah. of them. Um, or maybe there is a little something here where they're going to put Nick Hague up on that top line with Petrangelo. Very tough line to play against. You get Martinez down that third line. You save his minutes a little bit. And Keaton Korzak would have a real good on-the-job type of teacher for the next week, two weeks, month, however long it's going to be. And then you still have Ben Hutton to come in and spell when needed for the other you know, left-handed defenseman. You know, you're talking about the end of the road, perhaps, for Alec Martinez. Uh, the former Columbus Blue Jacket great and VGKer uh, on the Stanley Cup team, Jonathan Quick, it appears as though uh, he'll be released from the Rangers. Uh, they've got a good young uh, goaltender in uh, Dylan Garand from the AHL squad. And, yeah, it looks like it could be the end of the road. You're still going to stick with your prediction, though, right? I was thinking about this last night, that Quick still would have won the Cup had something happened with Aiden Hill. I'm going to double down that if he gets released from the Rangers, that uh... – they, they they put him up in a in a room somewhere on the strip, and well, no one wants to be on the strip. Put him up somewhere up in Red Rock and keep him nice and close in case Aiden or Logan Thompson go down. Um, no, I, I will double, triple, quadruple down on how good the Golden Knights played as a whole. That I do think Jonathan Quick could have won the Stanley Cup had he started all twenty two games. Well, it might have been twenty four or twenty five, whatever the number is. Only if just that good in the in the postseason. The scoring was amazing. The power play improved, and 
Aiden Hill, I'm not taking, like people, whenever I say this, they think I'm taking something away from Aiden Hill. I'm not. Aiden Hill was remarkable, stole some saves, and obviously that crazy stick save in the Stanley Cup final, and everything Aiden did was absolutely remarkable. But the Golden Knights were just that good, and I don't think there was really going to be a whole lot that was going to stop them. Now, okay, if you really want to start, you know, yoga stretching and stuff like that, then, okay, what if the Florida Panthers lose to Boston, Boston goes all the way, and then could Aiden or could uh, Jonathan Quick have beaten the, the Boston Bruins? I don't know about that, but that's the reality is it doesn't matter. The Florida Panthers were the opponents, so that's, uh, that's how that's going to go. But if Jonathan Quick is released, do they – does Vegas Golden Knights just make – does Kelly McCrimmon keep him in the Rolodex? You know, maybe make that phone call. Hey, listen, make sure you stay in shape. You never know what's going to happen. That's right. Speaking of someone that does have the flip phone still, he does have the role. Go to redial on the flip phone. Yes, like me. Uh, <laughs> no, I would like to see, in, in all actuality, uh, next time Aiden Hill is asked the question, how does this season in camp compare to last year? I would just like to hear him for once say, I was in the doghouse last year for the first uh, four months of the season. Wouldn't that be great? Was... He was in the doghouse. He was in the doghouse, right? And then uh, Cassidy was also mentioning um, could be an opportunity for several players uh, with some of these injuries. And as you mentioned, Will Carrier could move up. So where would you place Carrier again? All right. So on the uh, two plus three line, you would put him on the third line. I mean, you could even do something where you elevate Nick Wah. And will carry it to that third line. And then the fourth line now becomes Howden, Colasar, and Paul Cotter. And that's not a bad line right there at all. That's a very heavy, hard line to play against. And then that would leave Pavel Dorofiev on the second line alongside alongside Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. Um, obviously, Barbashev, Marchessault, Eichel, uh, Cassidy has said that's the line. I mean, that's that's the line right there. Nothing's happening there. So but the other, all the, the three lines below that are certainly for negotiation. And I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Watt on the third line in that center role, bring up Will Carrier. And then, you know, you got Michael Amadio, who kind of like a little Swiss Army knife, right? He can play well on the, on the defensive side, chip in some scoring. Then you got a real tough, heavy line still in Colasar, Howden, and Paul Cotter. Yeah. Uh, they talked a lot in all those interviews about the banner raising and the ring presentation yesterday as they're getting closer i i'm dying to see the rings i just i don't know he said 500k bill foley and i just that doesn't go very far yeah i mean it's gonna be he was tuesday's gonna be fun expender the billionaire it's like "Ah, i'm gonna give him 500k and mark stone could go shopping to be, wife to be whatever. fair, we don't know what changed since then. Like that number might oh, have a lot had a change. That number, yeah, as soon as yeah, as soon as they got back to the Mark, office. Mark Gemstone. Mark Gemstone. There you go. Mark Ju- Jewelologist. <laughs> Gemologist. Jewel- is it Jewelologist or Gemologist? Or is there a or is Gemologist? There I think. I don't know. Is there a uh, Jewelologist? I don't know. Okay. Uh in any event, uh, we did get some shout outs from Cassidy for Phrase and Quinny. If they go Fro. that deep, you call him Fro. I think that's what he was calling. <laughs> he I, think call him, I think he called him Fro. Like, he but not, but he's Fro. not. But he's not saying the name wrong. Like that's just his nickname. Like we're not. Yes, for once, we're not actually on Cassidy for saying Carrier and saying the name right, the right, wrong right. Way. But he's no, using he the nickname go, Fro. He did go Brabinick, Brabatic. When it's Brabinitz, he talked about him, and like, and then like 
in a presser, I don't want to hear all these nicknames. I'm going, who is that? Because sometimes he makes it's up a little his own weird nickname. when you're typing it out in an article quoting him. <laughs> how, how do you do Howie in a in a quote? H O W E Y and then parenthesis Howden like H O W I E. I was a better writer, I would know. I don't know. Right. So he also I, said okay. uh, Demick and Brabinitz are perhaps uh, too young <laughs> to be moved up right now, but he did shout out. He knows their names, so let's give him credit there. That's already better than his That's better than last year. last year. Yeah, the other guy was the all-time classic. Hey, don't forget, coming up tomorrow, <laughs> the other guy's the best. You can't beat that, can you? No, the other guy. That's a long uh, season. He, we can try. But he will know the AHLers this year. He's already ahead of the game by far with the guys that are uh, sent down to the AHL. Tomorrow's show, of course, WTF, what, the Friday we always look forward to that, our feature. Leave some comments. We don't care. It's fun, and it's the best part of the week, I think. It's really kind of fun, and our, our chance to engage other than Singles a stinking, stupid week. mailbag. We don't do mailbags here. No mailbags. No mailbags. Uh, and, of course, uh, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and find us wherever you get your podcast. And we appreciate all of you. Shout out for the everydayers. The folks that listen each and every day. From my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Get better, Chris. Hope you feel better. I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.